All right, in depth on our top story now as we begin a new month, uh, February of 2021, and the second dose of coronavirus vaccine begins to uh, uh, be deployed today at uh, the Mandarin and Lane Wiley Senior Centers. And I wanted to kind of big picture, where do we stand, first of all, with overall how the vaccination process has gone? Dr. Pauline Roll with the Duval County Health Department is with me here this morning. Overall, can you kind of assess where we're at and the progress that's been made in the vaccination in Duval County? Good morning, Rich. Uh, we continue to push through, you know, uh, the demand has outpaced the supply for sure, um, but we continue to get doses in. Uh, right now, our sites are working on those second doses and we expect to be able to get uh, first doses again in the next couple of weeks. But definitely those who've gotten that first dose should be able to get their second dose at the site that they got their first dose. When do you see the supply being able to meet the demand? Is that a date in time or is that still a moving target at this point? Oh, man, I'd be a rich person if I knew that. And so um, not sure, um, you know, the new Biden administration is working toward getting vaccines out to all of the states. Um, we are anxiously anticipating additional doses. Um, thus far, Florida has been uh, very much on the cusp um, in terms of the cutting edge in terms of getting vaccine doses in arms. You know, some smaller rural communities across the country have not been so fortunate. And so uh, we've been guaranteed at least those second doses for all who've gotten their first doses. And then again, um, there's no date or timeline specific for getting more first doses in at this point. Do you have a total um, but, number of how many have been deployed in terms of the first round? So um, here in Duval, we've given over 15,000 vaccines have administered as of January 28 to be exact, 15,381 vaccines administered at the Prime Osborne in particular. You know, our long-term care facilities have also um, been vaccinated. Um, I don't have those numbers in front of me. And of course, the city has done a wonderful job with their two sites. Uh, it, the the critical nature of getting the vaccination in the arms of folks 65 and older and frontline um, uh, medical workers and and also those who are on the front lines uh, from paramedics and uh, first responders. At what point do we reach the next phase and do we know what that phase looks like? Are we talking about teachers and grocery store workers and, and what might be that next thing that we look for here? So, you know, the CDC has given guidance, but has left it up to the states to determine who will be next in line. And so certainly we await um, direction from our governor. And much of that, again, will be based on when those additional vaccines come in. And so he will set the tone in terms of what we will do as a state. Of course, um, during this first round, he indeed prioritized our 65 and older, which was very important considering the number of deaths we saw in that age population uh, with the COVID virus, and particularly those long living in long-term care facilities. And so um, right now, uh, we're just we're waiting um, to see what happens with this next round of doses when we'll get them. And then the governor will set the tone for the next uh, group that will get vaccinated. As we're now into another new month, have we seen a, a flattening of the trend of hospitalizations, of deaths and also new cases? And might the worst be behind us or are darker days ahead? So, you know, I'm reluctant to make those predictions. Uh, certainly, we are seeing a slight decrease in the number of hospitalizations at ER visits. You know, right after New uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's, we did see a surge in cases, um, and we got up to over 20% in terms of our positivity rate uh, just last week. And so now we're trending down in terms of our positivity rate. And so we think that maybe things will be getting better. Uh, but, you know, that kind of, you know, this coronavirus is unpredictable. And so certainly we hope that we've seen the worst days, but, 
you know, as more people get out, as the weather gets warmer and more folks are out and about and, and maybe having parties and things of that nature, we may start to see a few more spikes here and there, but maybe nothing like we saw around the holidays. You know, you think about events and the Super Bowl is coming up on Sunday. That's usually a big gathering point. Is there a recommendation that you all are putting out for folks? Well, our recommendation remains the same, of course, encouraging people to wear a mask, particularly in, in settings where they cannot socially distance. We do ask people to socially distance, wash their hands frequently, stay home if you're sick, most certainly. And so those recommendations have not changed and they remain a mainstay for us. Uh, big uh, events like that certainly give us pause. Um, and so we're watching to see what happens. Uh, but it is our hope that we won't see huge numbers of people uh, coming down with COVID. But again, with this virus, things are so unpredictable. With Dr. Pauline Roll with the Duval County Health Department is with us. You mentioned masks. There's been a lot more evidence or at least uh, data and reports coming out about the value of wearing two masks. Is that a new recommendation that the health departments are beginning to endorse? And so, yeah, we've seen a lot of health experts recommend that. And certainly um, in some cases, health professionals were already doing that, particularly where they're in 95 and maybe wear a surgical mask over it to prolong the life of that N95 mask. And so, uh, you know, double masking can't hurt, but certainly we want people to be able to breathe. And so if you're one of those people who are already having difficulty breathing with one mask, then a second mask may not be the best thing for you. Um, but certainly um, we don't discourage it. And at the local level, are you seeing evidence of whether new mutations of this virus are active in the community. And I guess uh, the, the medical part of that is, does the vaccination help uh, to prevent the spread of these new mutations of, of the virus as they come out? Thus far, we have not seen the new uh, variants in Duval. Uh, as a state, we are monitoring that. Of course, we've seen across the state. In particular, we're following the uh, UK version at this point because we've seen a few cases in our communities across the state. But here in Duval, we have not seen any cases. Um, and so we remain watchful regarding that. How does, how does planning uh, for that uh, ultimately alter or change the, the uh, distribution of the coronavirus vaccine? Does it in any way? Are they two separate tracks completely? Well, it, do, it doesn't necessarily change what we're doing in terms of the vaccine. Uh, you know, there's been various studies that have come out that have shown there is some protection against these variants with the current vaccines that are out. And so certainly the most important things that we get these vaccines into people's arms. Uh, you know, I look at this like flu vaccine. You know, we give the flu vaccine every year, but it's not 100 percent guarantee against the flu because there are always going to be variants and strains against which maybe the vaccine does not cover. But some coverage is better than no coverage. Mm. Uh, and we see the second dose of the coronavirus vaccine beginning to come out today at the two operated uh, C, uh, local operated senior centers, Mandarin Senior Center, Lane Wiley Senior Center. And if you missed hearing the news, it starts with the ABCD last names uh, from 9 to 10 in the morning, followed by E through H names an hour later. Overall, how has that process gone from your standpoint? Has it gone fairly smoothly? I think it's gone smoothly. I think the city did a great job in terms of standing up those sites and monitoring them and getting people through. Um, they've done a great job. We also continue to offer second doses at Prime Osborne. And just for your listeners, they need to know that if they got their first dose at Prime Osborne, we, the last day for second doses is February 19th at Prime Osborne. So uh, we gave the Moderna vaccine at Prime Osborne and you're getting, you get the second dose 28 days after the first dose. Um, however, the last day for second dose at Prime Osborne is February 19th. So please, um, if your date has passed, please um, come get that second dose. And if your date is this week or next week, make sure you show up. Good, important reminder. We'll stay in close contact with you in the Duval County Health Department. Always appreciate it. Dr. Pauline Roll with the Duval County Health Department. Appreciate your time this morning. 
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.